devised theater production of a Ray Bradbury short story will come to Emory and Henry College during the Virginia Highlands Festival in July. The production is the result of a partnership between the McLaughlin Center for the Arts and the Only Human Theater Collective. The partnership represents an attempt to introduce to the region professional performances of devised theater while helping to engage aspiring young actors in both playwriting and performance. Today, I am talking with Patrice Foster, an Emory Henry College theater professor and the founder of the Only Human Theater Collective. She will describe devised theater and talk about the upcoming performance of All Summer in a Day, which will run from July 21st to the 24th at the McLaughlin Center for the Arts. Welcome to the show, Patrice. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Let's talk about Only Human Theater. Theater Collective, yes. the, the group that is putting on this production, um, which runs, again, from July 21st to the 23rd at 7 p.m. and then again on the 24th at 2 p.m. Yes, correct. Talk about the collective then. Why did you form that? What should it be expected to do for theater in this region? So uh, I teach at Emory and Henry College. I'm a theater professor. I teach acting and a couple of other modalities. And... I'm really excited about students collaborating with professionals and what they can learn from them in a professional environment and giving our students more professional experience. So I start. I made it a collective and not a company because I am not the leader. We are all a collectively managing and creating and working on this thing together. Um, there was an experience in one of my acting classes where the students were having a hard time connecting to the work. And um, the line was, I'm only human. And they were, it was set in space and they were fighting aliens. And um, we found a way into it. And when the students finally understood like their humanity, the scene really came to life. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh my goodness, that's a perfect name for a theater company. Um, so I got some friends together and we started brainstorming about how we could get professionals and students to come together in the summer and make something new. So you have other professional theater folk involved with this. Are they from around here, or are they acting professionals from other parts They're of the world? They're professionals from part other parts of the world, or, or part of the United States. Mm -hmm. So we have um, Christy Bissell, who's a, a vocal coach at New York Vocal Coaching. We have someone coming in from Chicago, another person from Amherst, Massachusetts. Um, we have a student coming in from England. Um, she was here for one semester and then decided to fly back and help, help direct this play with me. And do you have students involved in the production now? We do. How many so, students do you have, and are they Emory & Henry students? They are Emory & Henry students. We have three of them. They're all musical theater majors. And then we have the one exchange student from England, and then mm -hmm. I have my three professionals from across the region. Of course, Emory & Henry has an agreement with Barter Theater, which is a professional theater organization, and the intention there is to expose students to professional actors and theater people. Mm -hmm. How is this different? How does it complement that? What we're doing is we're a devised theater company, so we take source material, an article, a short story, a radio interview, and we turn that into a full-length play. Mm -hmm. um, Barter does plays that are already written by a playwright, and then they are produced. This The play doesn't actually exist yet, mm -hmm. so the professionals and the students are coming together. To, we're making the play from scratch. Mm -hmm. Also, it has original music. 
And how does that help the student to do devise theater? Yeah, when you leave college as an actor, you don't really do a lot of traditional plays. You're going to be doing things that you've never done before. And devising is a really important skill to have. Because when I graduated from college, all I did was devise. And I had no idea what it was. And so I think it's really important to introduce the concept to students now. And what does it mean for audiences? You're performing during the Virginia Highlands Festival this summer. What do you hope they get out of the idea that it is a devised theater production? I think it's exciting for people to come and see something that doesn't exist. These will be the first and maybe only people to see this production. Mm -hmm. And it was created with the community in mind and with people from the community. And I think that's exciting and important for new work to be happening. Um, The more theater, I think, in a region, the better. And the Highlands Festival, what was the reason for doing it during that time? Is the audience somehow a different audience that um, might appreciate devised theater? The Virginia Highlands Festival brings in so many different types of people, artists, creatives, performers, musicians, woodworkers, all kinds of people Mm -hmm. like flood the town for that weekend. Mm -hmm. I think people come to the Highlands Festival to see new and exciting things or performances that they can't see in their area. And so we are something that's going to be on the Highland schedule that you probably won't see anything like this in any other town. What does this do for the Emory and Henry Theater Department, do you think, to be branching off in this area? We've talked, of course, about the idea of engaging students more with professionals, but what does it Mm -hmm. mean perhaps to the a person who's looking at this theater department as a prospective student or a prospective mm-hmm. faculty member when this department is engaged in this kind of work? Yeah, I think if I were a student and I were looking at this program, it would be exciting to know that there are professional opportunities within our program and that our program has partnerships with several professional companies and there's a lot of things to learn. Um it makes sense that our students are are going out and saying, I have these professional opportunities and I'm collaborating with my professors on this outside project. And it helps get excitement around our program and gives our students hands-on experience that they can then take out into the world and share with others. And hopefully those people will then want the same experiences that our students have had. How involved will the students be in perhaps um, determining the next production and and charting the course of this project through the department? That's such a good question. I try to think of projects with our students in mind. What are their strengths and what can they contribute to um, a story? And I, yeah, I'm definitely open to suggestions and um, telling stories that they are also excited about. Um, the, the story that we're doing, I have loved this short story for forever, but I am open to other ideas for devised material. Well, how long have you been doing devised theater? You mentioned About 10 years. Were you a student when you started taking this up, did you say? Um, when I graduated from grad school is when I started devising. Would it have been helpful to you as a student to be more engaged in it? And how yes. would that have changed your trajectory? I think I would have done more of it sooner. Um, I think that's maybe the only thing that would have changed 
when I got out there, I just, I honestly really appreciate that I didn't know what I didn't know. And I had to figure it out as I went, which is the same as devising. You, you figure it out as you go and all ideas are good ideas. And having, not having that experience in college and figuring out as I went, I think makes me a stronger devisor because I had to, you know, just go with the flow. I'm talking today to Patrice Foster. She is an Emory Henry theater professor. We are talking about an upcoming performance of All Summer in a Day and the group that's putting it on, which is known as Only Human Theater Collective, of which Patrice is a part. We'll be going to a break, but I want to remind you that you are listening to Together to Get There, the show dedicated to economic and community development in Southwest Virginia. I'm your host, Dirk Moore, and we are also listening to WEHC 90.7, the voice of Southwest Virginia. Summer are prime time for ticks that can spread Lyme disease and other infections. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention would like to remind you to wear bug repellent when outdoors, shower as soon as possible after coming indoors, and check your whole body for ticks every day. If you've been bitten by a tick and develop fever, rash, or fatigue, seek medical care. To learn more, visit www.cdc.gov backslash Lyme. Appalachian Highlands Community Dental Center in Abingdon, Virginia, provides effective and affordable oral health care to underserved and uninsured individuals in Southwest Virginia. If you have limited opportunities for dental care, Appalachian Highlands Community Dental Center, located at 616 Campus Drive Suite, Abingdon, Virginia, can help. To restore your smile, call 276-525-4487 or visit the website www.appalachianhighlandsdental.com. June is Pride Month. According to the Library of Congress, Lesbian, Gay, Bisexual, Transgender, and Queer Pride Month is currently celebrated each year in the month of June to honor the 1969 Stonewall Uprising in Manhattan. The Stonewall Uprising was a tipping point for the gay liberation movement in the United States. In the United States, the last Sunday in June was initially celebrated as Gay Pride Day, but the actual day was flexible. In many cities across the nation, the day soon grew to encompass a month-long series of events. Today, the celebrations include pride parades, picnics, parties, workshops, symposia, and concerts. And the LGBTQ Pride Month events attract millions of participants around the world. Memorials are held during this month for the members of the community who have been lost to hate crimes or HIV and AIDS. The purpose of the commemorative month is to recognize the impact that lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender individuals have had on history locally, nationally, and internationally. There is a lot of information and many resources available, including at the Human Rights Campaign. Visit hrc.org. 
Welcome back to Together to Get There. Today I am speaking with Patrice Foster. She is a professor of theater at Emory and Henry College, and we are talking about a production of All Summer in a Day, which is happening later on in July, from July 21st to July 24th, in the Black Box Theater of the McLaughlin Center for the Arts at Emory and Henry College. We are talking about not only this production, but also the kind of production it is, which is devised theater. And so, Patrice, tell us a little bit more about how this particular production came about as a piece of devised theater. Yeah, I'm, there are so many plays in the world, and some new, some old, and I think there's something particularly special about making a play with a group that doesn't exist yet. So devised theater is a play that doesn't a exist. play that does not exist <laughs> yeah. yet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So devised theater is taking either a source material or a personal experience and building a a full play out of it, a narrative with a beginning, a middle, and an end. And so that's what we've decided to do is take Ray Bradbury's All Summer in a Day. It's a four-page short story, and we are going to expand it to a one-hour original musical. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was some, reminds me of something that was um, done similarly in movies. The movie Brokeback Mountain was from a short story by right. Annie Prohl. Mm-hmm. And I, would that be considered devised movie theater or is this something I think that's different that it, they had a source material and they wrote a script around it uh-huh. and then they filmed it this is we have the short story and as we go we're going to make the play I see. so we're not going to pre-write anything yes, it's all sort of impromptu then. it's all improvised okay mm-hmm. well that's interesting then and what do the students who have perhaps just been introduced to this have to say about this? (laughs) They're really excited. We had our first rehearsal last night, and we went around the room and talked about it. What's your relationship to devising? Like, What do you know about it? How much have you done? And a lot of them have not had any exposure to it, and some of my professionals have. And some of our students are dancers, and they did not realize that Dance is also devised. You get a topic, you get a song, you get an animal, and you have to create a thing from a prompt. And that's basically what devising is. So they have more experience than they think they do. Then how is it different from improvisational theater? When I was in college, I did an improvisational performance. And everything was improvised on the spot. So Mm -hmm. the audience was seeing it as new as the actors were in many cases. Is the is that all taken care of in the rehearsals? It is. In- so we improvise it in the rehearsal and then take that and we're able to repeat it. So we improvise to make a script and then we end up at the end of the three weeks, we'll have a script. But the script is all original ideas and thoughts from the group. And you had your first rehearsal last night. We did. How does it feel? Do you feel like it's being scripted and written in the right direction. We haven't even started writing it yet. All we did was a read-through of the short story as a group, Mm -hmm. and then we had a discussion about themes and thoughts and how we wanted the play to start, how we wanted the play to end, where is it even set. We just had, like, basic questions. We talked about things musically, um, because we're going to create live music in the room. We have someone who is composing melodies and chords, and I hired a lyricist, and we're going to make the music in the room, like jam session style. That is fascinating. <laughs> so you're you're really having students and musicians yep. 
create on the spot. Yeah. And you're doing this sort of on a short timetable you have between now and July 21st to we do. put this together. Mm-hmm. Is is essential that it be on this kind of a timetable? It's not essential, but I think it's more exciting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have a lot of time to waste. Yeah. Um, and so every hour that we have together will be uh, used and will be valuable. Is it important for the audience to know that that's kind of how it came together? I mean, they're going to sit down and they're going to watch a play for the most part. Yeah. They may not know it's devised and yeah. that this kind of work went into it. So will you be making an attempt to explain to the audience how this came about. Of course, you're making that attempt now, but I mean... Yeah, that I think um, in the director's notes, we'll put how the project came to be mm-hmm. and that we made this in three weeks, original music and all. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, yeah, I think we'll all try to make it clear. <laughs> but it's also kind of exciting to yeah. see, like, they, if they don't know, they're just coming to see something. Uh-huh. Do you think you'll have students who are going to be come script writers out of this? <laughs> I <laughs> think that would be really cool. If they can find something that they can hold on to and skills that they can use for the future, that's that's really exciting. Of course, the play, even though it's being devised, is going to adhere to some extent to the the short story on mm-hmm. which it is based. So it it's is. not totally written from the head. It's, no. It's being added to and enhanced through the devising that you're doing yes. through your rehearsal. We are going to use about 70% of the words in the actual short story uh-huh. in the production. I see. So you are really script writing as you go or you're <laughs> adapting as you yeah, go. It's a, yes, it's definitely an adaptation okay. for sure. So then I have to ask, because you're forming this collective, Mm -hmm. the only human theater collective, which is intending to do this regularly. Mm -hmm. Have you been thinking then about what you're going to do next? Oh, uh, there's so many beautiful stories to tell. Mm -hmm. Um, We really love the book Hope for the Flowers. We would love to do that one next. um, But Describe what that book is. Hope for the Flowers is a children's book from the 70s about these two caterpillars who are trying to find each other and they grow up together and then they turn into butterflies and it's a metaphor for the struggles of life. Mm -hmm. Um, It's really, really beautiful. Well, that means we have to describe what All Summer in a Day is (laughs) about. We (laughs) do. Because that's uh, something similar. It's about... Well, I'll let you explain. Yeah, I gravitate towards the uh, um, (laughs) All Summer in a Day is this short story by Ray Bradbury. It is set on Venus, and it is about a a bunch of nine-year-olds who uh, it rains all the time on Venus. And every seven years, they have summer for one hour every seven years. So it's these nine-year-olds getting ready to see the sun basically for the first time. Like mm-hmm. the last time the sun came out, they were two years old. They don't remember it. And the play, the short story centers this young girl named Margot who just moved to Venus. And so she has seen the sun and the effects of all the rain have like washed her out. And this is not a place where she thrives. And the students are kind of, they're jealous of her that she's seen the sun and they haven't Mm -hmm. and so they kind of they bully her and punish her basically Mm -hmm. and they all go out and play in the sun and they leave her inside to not um it's it's not a hope I mean it is a hopeful story but what I love about it is that it explores a a wide 
range of humanity in in a, such a short amount of time. Mm-hmm. We see hope and loss and um, friendship and forgiveness, and there's all these themes in this short amount of time. And I also love that it's set in space, mm-hmm. and it's these scientists who go to Venus to start a new civilization because Earth isn't inhabitable anymore. Uh-huh. And so they take their families to Venus, and then there's all these kids who've never seen the sun. And you were about to say you seem to gravitate towards stories that involve children. I, I do love st- I think children have the capacity to tell the truth more mm-hmm. than any other mm-hmm. age group. Mm-hmm. And so I, I tend to gravitate towards stories for and about children because they feel more honest to me. Uh-huh. And um, how is it going to be, though, for these actors having to play these children's roles. Is <laughs> we, that going to be a challenge uh, to interpret? We've been thinking about that. We don't want them to play very young. We This play is for everybody. It's uh-huh. not actually for children. It's for all people. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we don't want them to play really young, but we also don't want them to play 18-year-olds, like their actual age. Yeah. So we're going to have to find a balance for them to tell this story truthfully mm-hmm. Um, but we also want it to be accessible for adults. Are there people in the local area? We've been talking about how this is going to be during the Virginia Highlands Festival, mm-hmm. which attracts a lot of people from beyond the region. Yeah. Are you reaching out to any of the local schools and other local theater groups to try to get them engaged with this? We are reaching out to community members. Um, we have been reaching out to local theater companies. Um, we have a fundraiser. We have a GoFundMe online, mm-hmm. and people from the community are contributing to um, the creation of this play. And we have friends from Barter who have contributed to the fundraiser. We are trying to reach out to sponsors in the area, mm-hmm. book comic book stores, and people who love science and planetariums and mm-hmm. um, we're, yeah, we're trying to build those relationships to get all kinds of people from the community involved. If you have some more ownership of it, if you donate $10, then you're more likely to, you know, feel, feel invested in the project. And I think you are putting a lot of emphasis on diversity in the mm-hmm. people who will be putting this together. Yes. And do you feel like you've reached your goals in that regard? I do. Diversity is, it's like a giant umbrella Mm -hmm. (laughs) and it has to be intersectional. Mm -hmm. And I've done the best that I can as far as casting and also the needs of the play with original music and lyrics. I've hired people who are dancers, people who are amazing singers, um, people who are social justice um, advocates. So I've tried to find intersectionality within those things, as well as gender and ethnicity. Mm-hmm. Does that add to the production in this case, uh, given the theme of the play? I think so, because the earth is made up of all kinds of people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and even, I mean, our community, Southwest Virginia, it, is made up of all kinds of people. And so I think the community has to be reflected on stage. It can't just look one way, because that's not how the world looks. Um, and who knows what Venus looks like anyway. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I am looking forward to this production, and I hope that our audience comes and enjoys it. it. Again, we're talking about the production of All Summer in a Day, which is going to be performed at college in the McLaughlin Center in the Black Box Theater from July 21st through July 24th. 
The production from the 21st through the 23rd is at 7 p.m., and it will be a matinee performance on the 24th at 2 p.m., and I hope our listeners will come and enjoy that, and I want to thank you, Patrice Foster, for being here and talking to us about this production. Thank you. It's really been a pleasure. You have been listening to Together to Get There, the show dedicated to economic and community development in Southwest Virginia. I am your host, Dirk Moore. You have also been listening to WEHC 90.7, the voice of Southwest Virginia. Thank you for listening.